This is the Foodpreneur with Chelsea Ford podcast. Hello and welcome foodpreneurs to episode number 93, the start of season nine and the first episode for 2024. So I think it's still okay for me to wish you a happy new year. I hope you've had a chance to recharge or are recharging right now. And I wish you a year ahead filled with lots of sales, profit, and solid business planning. Do you have an appetite for what will trend in 2024 that you could possibly tap into and leverage for your business? Perhaps even use the insights to future-proof your business. Look, predicting the future is not what I'm about here, but what I am about is getting in on the ground level on consumer trends. So you can plan your NPD, your marketing messaging, and your sales strategy. So you're ahead of the curve. My intention with this episode is to help you walk away with the three biggest trends that will make your 2024 easier and boost your business. The ones I have been watching blossom. But that said, I also want to point out that you do not need to run around trying to adopt all that you hear today. Take what aligns to your strategy and leave the rest. This episode is brought to you by Foodpreneurs Festival. Dates for the Australian Sales and Promotion Opportunity of the Year for CPG brand owners were announced at the end of last year. And early bird tickets will go on sale soon. We announced the early bird opportunity first to our festival insiders. If you want to become an insider, you can find the link in the show notes. Foodpreneurs Festival brings brands, retail buyers, media and industry specialists together under the one roof and is a year's worth of sales opportunities in one day. You're listening to the Foodpreneur with Chelsea Ford podcast, where we're driving the movement to enable small batch producers and challenger brand owners to make their mark on the consumer packaged goods industry forward. By inspiring you to the forefront of the market, together we give consumers a choice of brands. On the show, you'll hear conversations with foodpreneurs who spill the beans on how they've overcome challenges and harnessed successes. Conversations with hand-picked, hard-to-reach industry specialists on what it really takes to scale. And my advice as a former FMCG sales director and award-winning business coach on what you need to do to be profitable. If you're ready to land more accounts, get more product in more consumers' hands, and put more money in your pocket for every product you sell, you're in the right place. I'm Chelsea Ford, your host and passionate small business advocate. Tune in with me every week to feel less alone, more confident, and excited about your journey ahead. This is the Foodpreneur with Chelsea Ford podcast. I'm diving straight into the three biggest CPG trends for 2024 to boost your business and help you stay ahead of the curve. Let's begin with number one, product personalization. Personalization is growing up. There are names still being added to bottles and messages to cakes for sure, but we're talking bigger, more scalable than that now. First up, what is personalization all about? As for many disruptive trends, the promise is simple it, and it's extremely hard to achieve. 
Personalization means two things according to Digital Food Lab. One, knowing your individual needs. Each of us has different needs in terms of diet. It may go from avoiding certain types of ingredients to the kind of diet rich in carbs or fat. These needs are related to our short-term energy level, microbiome, state, weight, long-term health predispositions, and eventually life expectancy. And secondly, being able to act on this information by being by eating, sorry, the right foods, adding personalized supplements, and knowing which types of activities are best suited at each moment. Basically, personalization of food is pointing to consumers wanting food and beverage products tailored to meet their individual preferences and nutritional needs. The challenge for the industry, of course, is finding scalable ways to meet those demands. You probably know already how hard scaling production and distribution can be without adding customization to each order on top of your already complex logistics arrangements. But it is the future. Brands which innovate to find the answers could find themselves at the forefront of a very lucrative market because, as one Epsilon study found, 80% of customers prefer to purchase a product from a brand that provides personalization. And personalization is a way for brands to differentiate in this challenging market. By doing so, you can demonstrate an understanding of consumer needs and improve your customer's experience. If you're in DTC, you're in the hot seat to more easily deliver to your customers exactly what they want. Delivering personalized offers can mean higher levels of customer engagement. Here's a super simple example for you. A tea blend especially made up for a customer will garner greater attention than a generic brand blend (laughs) for that same customer, resulting in increased customer loyalty and improved conversion rates and repeat purchase. Some of the big brands that were quick to jump on the labelling personalisation years ago that you'd be very familiar with are Coca-Cola. Back in 2011, Coca-Cola launched a one-of-its-kind Share a Coke campaign in Australia and in 2014 took it to the US. Each bottle had one of the most famous first names assigned to that generation. By 2015, bottles had semi-personal labels beyond just first names, like Better Half, Best Buddy, Sidekick, etc. Then Coca-Cola included lyrics from worldwide popular songs, including We Are The Champions and Lean On Me. In 2017, they added popular holiday destination names like Hawaii, Barbados, Ibiza, all printed on their bottles. So that's a start. Does that have you thinking about how this is relevant to you? How you could adopt customization within your business and still have a scalable product? If you don't, that's okay. I get it. Stay with me. I've got one more multinational brand to illustrate what can be done and then I'll bring it home with two emerging brands that will completely blow your mind. So the second multinational brand is Nutella. 
Nutella allowed customers to add their own names to the jars. You can still buy personalized labels for Nutella jars on Etsy. When Nutella introduced this customization, customers started sharing jars with their names on them on their social media. Of course they did. And in theory, personalizing labels is not that difficult compared to personalizing the actual product like two hot innovative brands are doing. Zoe and NGX are leapfrogging the kind of customization that Coca-Cola and Nutella did and are absolutely taking personalization to a stratospheric level. Zoe is a startup that combines microbiome and glucose information. They run the largest in-depth nutritional science study to help people reach their best health. They say their science shows that everybody's response to food is unique, even identical twins. According to Zoe, your metabolism is not fully defined by your genes, and they work to understand how your body works so you can reduce dietary inflammation and improve your gut health naturally. And NGX, they are pioneering the future of health, fitness, and longevity through personalized nutrition by combining its users' DNA and sport and wellness goals to create personalized blends of high-protein nutrition shakes from superfood ingredients that meet individuals' needs. It's absolutely bonkers what these brands are doing. I've dropped their website in the show notes for you to check them out. So that's a couple of brands on the cutting edge of personalization. What's next? From human food and drink personalization to number two, pet personification. Imagine more doggy calming butter and more pet food with high-end supplements. According to information published by Australian Food Processing Equipment, there is an increasing focus on sustainability and ethical considerations within the pet food industry. Pet owners are showing interest in eco-friendly packaging, ethically sourced ingredients, and companies that prioritise animal welfare and social responsibility. According to Globe Newswire this week, the global wet pet food market is witnessing significant growth with an estimated value of US $25.5 billion in 2023 and a projection to reach US $31.7 billion by 2028. That's a growing, uh, that's growing at a compound annual growth rate of 4.5%. It's wild. And this growth is reflective of the changing consumer preferences driven by urbanisation um, and advanced li- lifestyles. For General Mills, the 95-year-old cereal company for humans, they're experiencing a steady decline in cereal sales. So they are betting on the high-end pet supplements for yours and my fur babies. General Mills announced late last year that they had actually acquired a Los Angeles-based Ferra Pets, a vet-founded pet supplement company. During the pandemic, people adopted and bought millions of pets. And according to market researchers at Nielsen, those pet owners tend to be wealthier, health-conscious, and more inclined to serve their pets human-grade food. 
Progressive product offerings, strategic partnerships, and a focus on aligning with the holistic pet care ethos are all strategies employed by some of the market leaders in this space. And further research from Globe Newswire suggests there's evidence of an emphasis on convenience stores as a rising distribution channel for these products and increasing demand for pet food with plant derivatives. Consumers are progressively more interested in vegan options and sustainability for their pets. Okay, so that's the first two of the three big 2024 trends. Number one, product personalization. And number two, pet personification. Now I want to take a quick break to share with you how you can stay ahead of the curve and get involved with Foodpreneurs Festival. When I come back, I'll tell you about the easiest trend you can adopt this year. Want to be the first to access early bird event tickets to Foodpreneurs Festival 2024? Get the scoop on festival events and find out about exciting partner and sponsorship opportunities? Then become a Foodpreneurs Festival insider. Whether you're new to the food and drink industry or a seasoned foodpreneur, get ready for an epic celebration of all things food and drink at the 2024 festival. Dates and ticket availability is announced first to our insiders. Find the link in the show notes. Before the break, you heard me talk about product personalization and pet personification. The third trend, and probably the easiest for you to adopt, is the trend called awesome ambient. Products that speak to convenience, ease of transport, waste reduction, and the cost-saving benefits of longer shelf life. Hello, cost of living crisis. So according to the food people, the ambient aisle always had a lot going for it. Now a renewed focus on tinned, dried, and shelf-stable produce has encouraged creativity and innovation in the category, adding many more to the list of pros. Ambient foods are getting the gourmet treatment with high-quality ingredients, exciting flavours and a global cuisine influence. Personally, I've been watching with wide-eyed fascination the Bold Bean Co. scale. Amelia provides value and reasons to use their product with recipes like roasted squash and black bean tacos with avocado crema and loaded tacos with coriander bean mash, polenta-crusted sweet potato wedges, feta and pickled red onion. Oh, my goodness. I mean, I'm seriously hungry and my mouth is watering just from saying those recipe names. I'm in a full sensory sizzle. And I love that what they are actually describing is delicious tasting, inexpensive beans. Bold Bean Co. sells beans in jars. You know what I'm saying here? I'm simply, it's simply beans. And their motto is give people the best beans on the planet. I think I'm in love, honestly. With awesome ambient, which is trend number three, health need not be sacrificed. With dietaries taken care of and super nutritious solutions in meals, powders, grains, and legumes. Again, according to the Food Research and Insight people, the food people, 
out of the UK. The macro movement behind this trend is consumers looking for savvier living options. Here are some examples. Adventurous ambient-led meal kits, veg-packed meals in tins, pouches and jars, and cuisine influence is spotted everywhere, i.e. Indian black dal or off-the-beaten-track cuisine such as Cuban ropa vieja or daring flavour combinations in a tin like black beans charred and capsicum with zesty salsa. And grains and legumes are being used in baking, desserts, crisps, crackers, frittatas, millet, porridge and cereal or ancient grain viennoiserie. Pasta and risotto dishes get a nutritious upgrade, for example, einkorn spaghetti. I hope I'm saying that right. Einkorn wheat can refer either to a wild species of wheat or to its domesticated form. And Emma E-W-M-E-R, that is, risotto. Emma is an ancient two-road hulled wheat that is also known as farro. I've always known it as farro. Fell in love with that actually years ago, but I do see it coming much more mainstream now. Finally, there's a rice revolution. It's the new protagonist at mealtimes with global influences including Venus rice, Habibi rice, and one that's been on my shopping list a few times lately because it's delicious and it saves me a bunch of meal prep time, and that's packet coriander and lime rice. The Bobster and I are loving it. Historically, it would not have been my thing whatsoever because it's from a packet, but times are a-changing. So that's my 2024 edition of the biggest trends in CPG. Product personification or personalization, pet personification, and awesome ambient. For you, foodpreneur, adapting to one of these three trends could help you build a more robust and competitive business. If it is aligned with your strategic position, then the future may just be more dynamic, more profitable, and more sustainable for you. Okay, I'm back on the podcast bus now for the year after a few weeks break. And as always, my hope for you is that you land more accounts, get your product into more consumer baskets, and you know it, put more money in your pocket for every product you sell. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening. I hope you found today's insights valuable and that you'll implement those in your food and drink business. I'd like to ask you now to help me help more foodpreneurs put more money in their pocket by giving me an honest rating. Five stars would be lovely, but that's up to you. Write a review and subscribe to this podcast on your platform of choice. The more you tell me what you like and the momentum builds for the Foodpreneur with Chelsea Ford podcast, the easier it will be for me to help you land more accounts, get more product in more consumers' hands, and put more money in your pocket. And together, we'll keep ensuring consumers have a choice of brands so they don't just stock big food products in their pantries, in their kids' lunchboxes, and at their celebrations. So thank you for taking a moment to do that.